Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello, dear ones. How are you doing today? I thought that we would do a super fun and powerful episode on Oracle Cards. I know the members of my community use Oracle Cards as a tool to help them communicate to their divine support team. You probably have a deck or two or more and are pretty good at using cards to get messages. So we're just going to be playing around today. I'm going to share with you a technique that I use and I find very powerful and guiding with regards to using Oracle cards. And I pulled three cards for you. And whenever you felt called to push play on this episode is the moment in time you needed these cards. So I I feel like it's one of the gifts of this podcast that I always, or at least I shall say, I strive to always give you what you need the moment you need it. And this is feedback I get a lot from this podcast that the day that people push play, I'm giving them the thing they need. And actually, we have a listener review that kind of brings this to life. And it comes from Susie Peanut Butter. And I think I might know which Susie this is. Susie Peanut Butter says, unique, inspiring, and encouraging. Listening to Allison's podcast is like listening to a wise, encouraging friend. The subjects she talks about always seem to align with what I'm dealing with in my life. There we go. She is warm, smart, and extremely generous with her knowledge and expertise. Thank you so much. The three-part story of her near-death experience is riveting. No matter how I'm feeling, when I listen to Allison's voice and wisdom, I always feel uplifted and inspired. She shares with integrity, humor, and vulnerability. I adore her and learn so much from her podcast episodes. Oh my gosh, you, Susie Peanut Butter, you're making my heart just sing and expand outwards. Thank you so much for those super meaningful words. It truly just gets to what I strive to give in this podcast. And if you're out there feeling like you receive something special from Soul Guide Radio, I would be super, super grateful for a rating and review. I'll read it on the air and you can find a link to leave a review in the show notes. So today we're talking Oracle cards. I pulled three cards for you. I know you're eager to learn what they are. So let's get to it. In today's episode, I share a powerful way to play with Oracle cards. 
I reveal the three oracle cards I pulled for you, and I explain what they mean and what divine messages are there for you to receive. I'll end on an invitation that will have you using oracle cards in a new way to communicate to your spirit guides, reassess what you truly value, and step into your abundance. So please stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this global community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we are pursuing our soul-guided dreams while lifting up humanity. Find a link to join our closed Facebook group at allisonscammell.com or in the show notes. All right, today we're talking oracle cards. I have a lot of decks myself. For today's episode, I'm playing with my friend Whitney McNeil's deck, Messenger of Spirit, and I'll leave a link in the show notes where you can get your hands on her really beautiful, thoughtful deck. I have a couple tips that I'm going to share with you on using Oracle cards that I think will really serve you. I'm using these cards thoughtfully to communicate to your divine guidance team, tap into your intuition and get the message and guidance that wants to come through. And before I share my tips, I do have to say, if you have a way to use cards that really, really works for you, and I'm saying to do something different from that, please, please go with what works for you. I'm just going to share what I find is helpful for me and my clients. So again, this is all, this is a personal practice. This is your practice. So what works best for you is what works best for you. So starting with tip number one, if this feels good, is don't pull too many cards. If you're pulling a lot of cards each day, it's just too much insight to integrate. You might be getting insights and each card might be telling you something, but it makes it more challenging to actually integrate the wisdom, the guidance. Maybe there's an inspired action. Maybe there's a tweak. Maybe there's a belief system that wants to refine. If we have too many cards going, some of those nuances, those insights, that action, that integration can get lost. I also find from time to time, I like to pick one card for a longer period of time or for a bigger question. So I typically like to pull a card for the year. I do that in January. I like to pull the card for the quarter to be my guide, something to consider the whole quarter through. So I have in periods of time a card that I choose that I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm not choosing this card for the morning or the day. I'm pulling this card to guide me over a period of time. So I'm calling in for my divine guidance team, something that I really need to integrate to the next level. And it's going to take me some time to do it. Spiritual growth is about slow and steady. 
And often we can't integrate everything quickly in a 24-hour period. So if every 24 hours we're picking a new card, we often aren't giving us enough, giving ourselves enough time to integrate that wisdom and that guidance. Next, I find if I pull a card and I'm disappointed, I needed it the most. (laughs) Whenever there's disappointment, I like, oh, I wish I would have picked something different or I'm not sure about that. When you let go of the disappointment and go to the message of the card or the cards, that's when I typically find my biggest awareness or aha or wow, I really needed that. Okay. Another tip is I... Sometimes, so most oracle cards come with a book. I typically don't read the messages from the books anymore unless I pull a card and nothing's coming to me with regards to what I needed to receive for that. Then I will refer to the book. So I recommend using your intuition to know whether or not you need to go to the book and read the message from the book or the guide that comes with the cards, or if you just need to go to your own intuition, your own spirit guides to get guided, or if it's some combination of both. I think whenever you pick a card, always at least check in with your own intuition to see if you get a read from your higher self with regards to what you specifically needed from the card, which may or may not be appearing in the guidebook. Another recommendation is to have more than one deck. Collect decks as various and sundry card decks call to you and say, invest in me. And then before you sit down to pick a card, ask which deck are you being called towards? Okay, it's always a good idea to check in. I tend to work with a deck At a time, for a period of time, I'll spend like six months with one deck. But every once in a while, my higher self will call me to an old deck I haven't gotten out in a while. So allow yourself to be guided to which deck. And then my final tip is to really take your time as you pick which card is for you. There's different techniques. The technique I like to use is I shuffle and I shuffle until I get called to start, stop shuffling and start flipping the cards, going through the cards one by one. And the idea is to try the ways that work for you, how you can communicate with your higher self to get to the card that's calling your name. So my technique is I shuffle, then I go card by card and I count in fives. Five is my number. You guys know me. I am the queen of the five-step process. So I go on fives and I keep usually about 99% of the time, the fifth card is my card. So I'll count through one, two, three, four, five. Sometimes I'll get a no, that's not it. And then I'll count again, one, two, three, four, five until that fifth card is a yes. And I stay, before I flip that card over and look at it, I stay with it and I double and triple and even quadruple check. Is this the one? Yes. Is this really the one? Yes. Can you really, really, really tell me this is the one I need today? Yes. Okay. So those are some of my top tips. And the 
cards I pulled for you today is a practice. You probably already know about it where you pull three cards. And again, my personal philosophy for me and Oracle cards is less is more. So I don't have too much to integrate all at once. But I do think that it is helpful from time to time to pull three where the first card is represents your past or it's a reflection back. Your second card is the present and the third card is the future. And so that's what we're going to be playing around with today. So drum roll, please. The first card I pulled for you from the Messenger of Spirit Oracle deck is the third eye chakra. And that is visualize the outcome. So when I pulled that, I was kind of like, huh, I wasn't disappointed. I was confused because I was like, well, visualize the outcome. Shouldn't this be the future card or the present card? How do we visualize the outcome of the past? And because I was confused, I did go to the guidebook for this one. And this, the guidebook says, your spirit guides are telling you it's time to balance your third eye chakra. Visualize your future and what you desire to manifest. It's time to dream your dreams and live them. Your spirit guides want to connect with you in your visions. Your intuitive abilities are strong and your guides want to show you symbols and signs through your intuitive sense of clairvoyance or your other intuitive gifts. So also the messages in here that it might mean that you're, you've been too much in your thoughts about visualizing the outcome, thinking about what the outcome should be. So according to the guidebook, dreaming is beautiful, but staying in your thoughts too much keeps your manifestation from coming to life. You can't think something into physical existence. This is a reminder to stop overthinking and start taking inspired action. This is interesting. This is coming up because inspired action has been on my mind. Noticing that some of us, myself included, and my clients have been getting stuck lately on inspired action. We're doing the spiritual work. We're doing the guided visualizations. We're do, thinking about the outcome, thinking about what we want, doing our healing, doing all the spiritual things, our meditations. And then I've noticed some of us have felt thwarted or felt kind of stuck in taking the inspired action we feel called to take. And I believe this is why I pulled for you and for me this third eye chakra. So I want to start with a third eye chakra balancing exercise with you, and then we'll call in the inspired action that you've been wanting to take, but have felt stuck in taking it. So start by just taking some deep breaths, big inhales, big exhales, sink into the body. And I invite you to imagine that this, that space, that chakra is a beautiful indigo color, 
that's a greenish dark blue hue and it's this brilliant color and it's moving in a swirling motion a beautiful pinwheel and notice if you see anything blocking your beautiful energetic swirl and this brilliant color and i invite you to imagine that you have an energetic crystal in your hand and you're going to hold that crystal out from your third eye chakra and that crystal is going to magnetize any blocks or resistance or out of alignment that is currently in your chakra that might be ready to be released in this moment. So that energy crystal is going to help balance your chakra. And just take some deep breaths. Our third eye chakra represents insight, inspiration, intuition. And we balance your third eye chakra to be that of knowing your purpose, intuitive, charismatic, and able to meditate easily. And with our balanced third eye chakra, I invite in a vision for you of the inspired action that you've been wanting to take over these past weeks or months or even years, but you just haven't been able to, you've been stuck. What is the inspired action that you've been yearning to take, but haven't been able to? Noticing what wants to come through. And you can hit pause here if you need more time. What came through for me was my book. I want to write a book about our five spiritual gifts and the process of using our spiritual gifts to understand deeper the blueprint of our soul. And it's interesting because I always kind of thought, well, oh, it's just not time yet to write the book. But I didn't realize that until just this very moment right now with these cards that they're actually, I do feel a little blocked. So yes, there's divine timing of all things. And there's also sometimes we get thwarted and unable to take the action we really want to take. And I do feel that I've been somewhat thwarted with getting my book started. So notice as you reflect back where you might have felt a little thwarted to action you've been wanting to take. So once that awareness comes to you, we go to the present moment card, and that's oracle card number two, the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is about owning our worth and knowing, knowing how worthy we are, and then re, uh, reassessing what we truly value, which is such an important theme for this year getting clear about what it is we truly value and reassessing that because it's probably different today than it was last year or a couple years ago. And so you want to think about how reassessing what you value will help you or serve as a guide to help you to start to take that inspired action you've been wanting to take but haven't been able to. So when I think about reassessing what I value, 
with regards to starting my book, what comes through for me is, you know, just prioritization. I really want to live my life so that I'm always focused on the things that are most important and not really caring too much about the things that aren't important. I really want to take to the next level my ability not to sweat the small stuff or not to get led down rabbit holes. I don't need to be led down. I'm a projector. I'm really meant to be laser focused and sharp with my energy. You know, you manifesting generators out there, you can have 20 different passion projects happening at once. That is nearly impossible for a projector. (laughs) And so I really am trying to take my projector energy to the next level. And what's coming through is I am ready to up level my focused energy, focusing on the things that mean the most and that will have the most impact on my life and the life of others. And it's coming clear to me that this book and this methodology and these insights behind our five spiritual gifts, it's really ready to be birthed now. It's ready to be, the insights are ready to be shared, right? And so as part of that, focusing on what's important, most important as part of my values, I want to prioritize starting to write this book. So that was really a powerful insight for me. So the question for you is, as you reassess what you value, how does that help you shift and put you into more energetic alignment to taking the inspired action that you've been wanting to take? And lastly, I love this card. The third and final card that I pulled that represents our future or what we're growing to is abundance. Yay! (laughs) The message is abundance is here. The universe is so generous. And what this means to me is if you reflect back on the inspired action that you've been wanting to take but haven't, then Get that awareness and then start to remove the blocks or the roadblocks that have been preventing you to take the action. And then you think about and reassess the values that you want to be living by today so that you're living by the values in a way that enable you to take the inspired action your heart is calling you towards. And that inspired action is going to lead. It will lead to amazing, magical abundance. You will get a return on this investment in time and money, whatever it is you're investing in. The return is there. The abundance is there. The universe is generous. Okay, dear ones. So my invitation for you this week, and we will leave in the show notes these cards We will also leave in the show notes the messages. If you want to go through and read all the messages from the guidebooks, we will leave that in the show notes as well. And my invitation for you this week is to reflect back using this third eye chakra card as a guide 
and to think back to any inspired action that you've been wanting to take that you haven't been able to take. I invite you to reassess what you value today to enable you to take the action you most want to take. And then I invite you to really trust in your knowing that in taking this action, you will receive the abundance and the return on that energy expenditure that you deserve so that you can be living the life you most want to live and making the impact that you feel called to make. All right. So this episode was pretty fun for me to record and actually very insightful for me. So I think I might be doing oracle card pulling episodes in the future. We'll see how this goes. But I certainly hope that you received something very, very valuable from this. I appreciate you. And thank you. Thank you for holding the space for me as I put these insights out into the world. All right. As always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to deepen your connection to your intuitive gifts? Then it's time for 10 High Vibe Minutes, the ultimate daily mindfulness practice for soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In only 10 minutes per day, you'll keep your energy high vibe and aligned to your highest dreams while transforming your daily practice into a powerful tool to manifest big wealth and abundance. Get free access now on my website, alisonscammell.com or in the show notes.